Well, good evening. God bless you. Thank you for coming tonight. Appreciate you making the time and effort to be here. We're so excited about the Christmas program this year. It's become kind of a tradition here at Grandview, and we're so thankful to uh, to have it each and every year. And uh, I believe you're going to be just as excited tonight for coming. And so much time and effort, so much work has been put in from the children, teens, adults, and the instrumentalists and the vocalists. And we're so excited about that and the narrators and all that goes on behind the scenes. So thank you for coming. If this is your first time and you want to get to know us a little more or maybe you'd like to uh, uh, connect with us on the your bulletin here when you came in there's a little connect card you can just uh, rip it off like that and uh, uh, later bring it to us and uh, if you'd like to fill that out we want to get to know you we also have a gift for you on the way out you'll see some bags out there and feel free to take one if you're visiting with us and we just want to say thank you for coming and we would love to get to know you Uh, we're going to pray and then we're going to kick off the uh, performance here tonight lord we sure do love you Uh, thank you so much for loving us it certainly is good uh, to be here tonight thank you for every single person that took the time uh, to drive over here, and Lord, some near, some far, and Lord, maybe some for the first time here at our church, and we're so thankful for that. Maybe uh, a, a familiar face, or maybe some who've just been coming for a long time, and every single person, Lord, we're so glad they're here. Thank you for the effort that's been uh, put forth, the practice, and, and the prayer, and all that. I pray you'll bless it. Be with uh, uh, those who are singing, those who are playing, those who are speaking. Uh, those who are doing the media and all that tonight, the lights. I pray that your hand will be on it, Lord. May you bless it. May we give you all the glory and praise for it. If there's someone here tonight that does not know you as their personal Savior, may they come to know you tonight. We sure do love you. In Jesus' name, amen. At this time, we're going to have our uh, program, Love Was Born a King.
This is the story of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. The joyous, wonderful, glorious good news announced by the angels the night of our Savior's birth. More than 2,000 Decembers removed since the dawning of the Christmas story. We can only begin to imagine what it must have been like to experience the events of that holy night. One bright star, one bright glory, one night sky tells the story, all we One child, one love, one promise, a new hope is upon us, all we have waited for has come, and the earth is filled with holy wonder.
Indeed, the world had been awaiting the promised one from heaven. Prophets had told of his coming, yet it seemed to many that these prophecies would not be seen in their lifetime. Can you imagine the desperation that overflowed the hearts of all who longed to see the Messiah? It must have been difficult to fathom the idea of a holy God who desired communion with fallen man. Now imagine the way his birth was foretold. The great prophet Isaiah said, Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Surely the cries of all the people were to see the fulfillment of this blessed promise. Prayers for redemption and petitions for mercy, wrapped in praise for what was to come, must have been a part of the daily fabric on which God would reveal his plan for salvation.
A holy God, a fallen world, a heavenly throne, a lowly manger. It's amazing to think that these things can have anything to do with one another. But God's sovereignty and love for his people require a sacrifice be made to bring the creator and his creation back into righteous fellowship. The night sky is filled with his wonder. The sun brings forth life and gives light to our days. All we have to do is look around us and see the evidence of God's power in creation. The very air in our lungs is given to us by our infinite God. And yet, with all his power and majesty, he still desires a relationship with us, the holy with the unholy, the creator with creation. How great are your works, O Lord! How marvelous is your name! The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Maker of stars, the universe echoes your praise. And we stand amazed, Lord over all, we're overwhelmed that you are. The King of our hearts, countless wonders have come from your
Jesus is the King of glory, the Lion of Judah, the Holy Lamb of God. This sovereign king left his kingdom and entered into our time and space on the miraculous mission of rescue. He knew the price, he knew the cost, but his love for us was so strong and so pure. His God-driven, unconditional love changed history forever when he left the splendor of heaven and journeyed to a manger in Bethlehem.
world would never be the same. The answer to man's greatest need lay in a stable in Bethlehem. So this is how it was, a silent night like any other. When heaven sent the one, the one that we would call our Savior, and redemption began in a stable in Bethlehem.
it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own city to be taxed. And Joseph also went up out of Galilee into the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, for he was of the house and lineage of David, with his espoused wife Mary, being great with child. And so it was while they were there, her days were accomplished, that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. When Christ was born, hope was ushered into our world. Joy filled the hearts of those that heard the good news, and Christ's love was shown in the most mysterious of ways. Christ stepped down into the existence of the creation that he had breathed into being. And that day when he left his throne, he did not cease to be a king. No, he came to us to share his royalty among us.
some of you are sitting here right now and you're feeling nothing. No emotion, no peace, no hope. Life has disappointed you. Been unfair for no real reason. Maybe you're discouraged, tired, and beaten down by struggles and unanswered questions. You no longer believe that God cares. No longer do you believe in prayer. Maybe you've given up on Jesus. But you know, He hasn't given up on you. Not a single day, not a single hour has He ever stopped loving you. And He never will. Even when you can't hear His voice or see His hand, He's always there standing with His arms open wide, reaching, calling, longing to restore your joy and to make all things, all things new. All is calm and all is bright everywhere but in your heart tonight. They're singing carols of joy and peace but you feel too far gone and too far out of reach somewhere in your silent night heaven hears the song your broken heart is crying hope is here just lift your head for love has come to find you somewhere in your silent night. From heaven's height to manger low, there is no distance, the Prince of Peace won't go. From manger low to Calvary's hill When your pain runs deep, his love runs deeper still He has always loved you, child, and he always will Somewhere in your silent night Heaven hears the song your broken heart is bright. Hope is here, just lift your head for love has come to find you somewhere in your silent And hope is here, just lift your head, for love has come to find you. Some 
Love will find you. The world has tried to hide God from us. Being God first is certainly affecting the values of cultures, even countries worldwide. In the U.S. of A., there are many who try to do away with public reference or to expression of the name of Jesus. The world, particularly Secular humanists fight against the name of Jesus. And they do this because they do not want to be held associated with the Bible or the God of the Bible. But those who know God know he does not want to be hid from us. In fact, he created us. And he came to us. He does not want to be hid from you and me. He loves you. In fact, as much as the world tries to hide, it's, it's almost humorous how close God wants to be to us in that aspect. Years ago, I have four children, and when they were younger, and two or three, we'd play hide-and-seek. And I'd count, and they'd run and hide, and I'd try to take my time, but they were so easy to find. Their giggles, making it very obvious where they were. And then I would hide, and I'd find the good spot. And after about five minutes, I finally started making noises, banging on things. Finally, they would find Daddy. May I say today, love wants to find you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but of everlasting life. Unfortunately, though, though he came, he had to come for a reason. And that reason was the sin of mankind. The Bible says, and this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. In John 12, 25, the Bible says, he that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. You see, many try to do their best to pay for their sin, but the Bible says, for in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. May I say today, would it not be for the mercy and grace of God, we'd have no hope. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, verse 4, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Romans 5, 8 says, But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. 1 John 4, 1, And this was manifest, the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. 
Herein is love, 1 John 4.10. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. That word propitiation means substitute. He knew we would falter and fail. He knew no matter how hard we try, we weren't going to be good enough. Our sin was separating us from the Savior. In fact, 1 John 3.16 says, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because He laid down His life for us. Do you realize this evening that Jesus Christ loved you so much that not only did He come for us, but He was willing to go to the cross for you and for me. The sins which we have done, He was willing to pay for them. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Do you realize today Jesus came for you and me because he loved you? Because you had no hope. Our sin was keeping us from the Savior. But love will find you if you will let it. You must accept Jesus Christ in your life. You must invite him in. And if you do so, he will forgive you of all your sin. In fact, Ephesians 3.19 says, The love of Christ passeth all knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. 1 John 3, 1 says, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. You have the privilege and honor, if you receive Christ in your heart, to become the son or daughter of God. My dear friend, Will you invite Jesus Christ in? Romans 8 verse 35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? If you'll accept Christ as your Savior, tribulation, nor distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In fact, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says, But it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered in the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. For the love of Christ constraineth us. 2 Corinthians 5.14 says, Because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all were dead. Years ago, there was a, a man who wanted to make a better life for his family. He had heard about the gold rush in California. So he told his wife and his son, he said, When I get enough money, I'll send for you. Weeks passed, then months passed, even years passed, and no word. And 
the wife was distraught and thought, maybe this will never happen. Well, one day she got a letter in the mail saying, I've got enough money. And he wired it to her and her and her son bought a ticket on a boat, on a steamer, and away they started heading from New York to California. After several days in the journey, there was a fire aboard the ship and the captain knew, unless we get everybody off, this thing's going to blow because he had a powder keg in the, on, the, on the boat. Immediately, the life rafts got thrown overboard and people started jumping in and there was not enough for all the people. The mom and the boy were some of the few left behind. And she yelled across, hey, one more, one more, just one more. No, the cry came back, we're too full. She says, one more. Finally, they said, okay. And she lowered her son down into the boat. As the boat started sailing away, she said, my boy, if you live to see your father, tell him that I died in your place. My dear friend, tonight, that is a faint picture of what Christ has done for you and for me. He died that we might live. And this Christmas, will you let love find you? Or will you allow it to still evade you? If you could bow your head and close your eyes just briefly. I have a quick question for you this evening. We got to hear some wonderful music tonight. We've got to see the children sing and the teens and the adults and all the different instruments. It's been a wonderful time. But perhaps you're sitting here today and saying, I have been searching for that love you're talking about. Jesus was willing to go to cross for me and he was willing to pay for my sin. I'll gladly accept him into my life. I would love to know for sure I'm going to heaven. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I won't embarrass you. But I do want to pray with you. I want to help you maybe pray a prayer that something like I said years ago when I invited Jesus in. Say something like this. Say, dear Jesus... I know I'm a sinner. If I were to die right now, I don't know where I'd go. Lord, please come into my heart and take away my sin so I can know for sure I'm going to heaven. Lord, I believe and trust in you. I repent of my way of thinking and accept you as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and save me. And take me to heaven when I die. Thank you, Jesus. With heads bowed and eyes closed. How many would say tonight, Pastor Justin, I just prayed that prayer. Would you slip your hand up real quick? No one's looking around. I won't embarrass you. How many say, Pastor Justin, I just prayed that prayer. Anybody tonight? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lord, you see the hands, you know the hearts. Thank you for those who prayed and invited Jesus in their heart tonight. Lord, I pray you'll be with those tonight that know for sure they're going to heaven. To not forget 
about the love that you give each and every one of us on a daily basis. And may we grow closer to you than ever this Christmas season. Or may love find us again and again and again. In Jesus' name, amen.
thank each and every one of you for attending tonight. I hope that you enjoyed the program. A lot of good people who love the Lord and want to serve Him have given a lot of their time and effort towards this. And so we want to acknowledge a few folks tonight. We have some uh, folks up in the balcony there, audio-visual booth. We have Roy Harris with the sound. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nate Morris with the lights. Vinny Malucci with the cameras. And J.T. Hoxie with the lyrics and the words on the screens. Thank you. And of course, uh, Colby Pennington is up there directing it all. And I don't think he's pulled all of his hair out, so I think we did a good job. Good job up there. All right. We want to thank our orchestra tonight. What a phenomenal job with the orchestra. Come on up here with me. We appreciate uh, Cameron Howell uh, working with the orchestra and getting those folks together. They did a phenomenal job tonight. At the piano, we had Carissa Dalby and Cindy Howell. Thankful for them, doing a great job. We want to thank our choirs. We have, of course, our adult choir, our teenagers, our children. And so thank you so much. They did a great job. We appreciate the uh, narrator set over here uh, with Tim and Mindy Holman putting that together for us. And we appreciate that. Let's give them a hand. And uh, all those narrators, didn't they do a great job? I was so excited uh, what they did. If you're a narrator, raise your hand. All right, there you go. There's some in the, in the uh, choir as well. We are so thankful. My wife and I, this is Kristen. My, my name is Chris, and we began working on this program back in August, kind of piecing it together, and the Lord just directed in a mighty way, and we were able to uh, put this together and then introduce it to our choir and orchestra and all the pieces that are put in to make it possible. And so, uh, praise the Lord. A wonderful night. Thank you so much. Isn't it an exciting season when we celebrate the birth of our Savior? Isn't that wonderful? Uh, I know we did. We showed up excited and ready to be a blessing, and I hope that we were. And uh, we're so glad that you guys came. Let's give our audience a big hand. What do you say about that? Okay. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. And, uh, oh, I guess it's been a few, the last several performances that we've had or programs that we've had, we've had folks kind of afterwards ask, well, how could we possibly help give towards that? And so we thought, well, if there's a few that want to do that tonight, we, are, we can be prepared to do that. So uh, as we uh, wrap up our, our service here in just a few moments, we're going to have an offering, we'll have a prayer, and we have uh, a, a great piano uh, song that's going to be played by Robin Skinner, and we appreciate the effort that she's put into that tonight. Let's go to our Lord in prayer, ask his uh, uh, blessing in this offering, and uh, thank him for the great night that he's given us. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for the great night that you have provided for us, and we give you the glory and the honor for it all. None of us could do any of this. We couldn't even show up for it if it wasn't for you, and so we're thankful. And Lord, there's uh, opportunity to give tonight. I pray that you would bless in that. But most of all, we're just thankful that people came and their presence is a wonderful gift. I pray that you would please bless in this offering and use it in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen.
Could we give Mrs. Skinner a hand for that beautiful special? Amen. Well, praise the Lord. It's been a great night. I hope you feel the same way. We hope that you have a wonderful Christmas season and just enjoy celebrating the birth of our Savior with family and friends. God bless you. You are dismissed. Have a wonderful night.